When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, man. I totally forgot that this song is very short. We had a nice conversation <laughs> going. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's running out. Yeah, yeah. Sorry about that, everybody. Happy Friday, though. Clap that's it our up. Friday song from The Cure. Whoop. It is the Donna and Steve experience with notably... Lower levels of stress and anxiety today. And, and energy. <laughs> and that's because yesterday was picture day for the Donna and Steve experience. Jason and Alexis did it as well. Uh, we got through it. Do you know how excited I am that it's over? Oh, I felt me. the same way when I mine was over. so much anxiety leading up to picture day. Don, do you not like uh, picture day either? Um, I... No, I don't. Okay. Let's just be plain about it. I really do. Like, I have to self tan. I have to. Mm. Oh gosh, you know, yeah. I had like all kinds of things. A mask on the night before. I had eye depuffers. You know, she in the only, morning, she was teeth whitening. Miralax yeah, throughout was. the morning. I was like, yeah. please, please uh, let me be skinnier. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Whereas I was like, oh crud, that's today. I gotta go throw a few shirts into the dryer. Try to get some basic wrinkles You're out. You're a basic dude, you know? Yeah. You're just like, I'm pretty. No. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to photograph pretty. No, actually, it's over. I got desensitized at Twin Cities Live because they told me, you will take so many pictures when you're here. You'll just take so many. And so before, my job before that, I really did care. I was like, crap, why won't any pictures look good? This is a bummer. And yeah. then I started to learn to smile a little more relaxed. <laughs> And then I stopped hating the picture so much. And then I just took so many of them that it was, you just become desensitized. So they're like, we're going to do a photo shoot today. It doesn't even get on your radar to the point where you're like, oh, crap. I don't even know if I have shirts ready for this morning. Wow. Well, you did great, Donna. Thanks, Steve. I think you both looked great. Thanks, Donna. I thought uh, Jason and Alexis looked so cute they and did. good. Like, all of their pictures were good, too. So you guys really... Okay, I don't well, know. Well, the thing is, like, you you get your hair and makeup done. You're like, okay, I look great. Then the pictures don't translate that because <laughs> I'm like, I look great in the mirror. Yeah, you know, thanks oh. to Amy, our hair and makeup person. And then you look at the picture, and it's like, why do I look not great? There was a process that we had, a rhythm that we developed. So when Don and I would take pictures together, we had to take them separately. And by the way, I do just want to give a quick shout out um, to me for putting music on, because that is the right thing to do. Every single photo shoot should have music in the background. We had a great photographer yesterday. He's done shots for us before. Chris, Chris my advice to him, which he didn't ask for, <laughs> is uh, anytime you go to a shoot, he should have a Bluetooth speaker and music queued up. Because once if it's quiet and all right, let's just have some fun here. Click. 
click. Yeah. You're like, uh, this feels weird. Get a little music on. I put Running Up That Hill by Kate Bush from Stranger Things. And we started vibing. 80s hits were coming on. We were moving and grooving. So we're taking photos. Donna and I were posing together. We're doing fake. We're having fun poses. They'll look very uh, spontaneous. They are not. They're frozen. All Everything posed. Everything fake. And after the photos would happen, I would go stand closer to the music, start trying to annoy millennial Hannah or something like that. And then Donna would go to the photographer and, yeah, I like that. No. Nope. Uh-uh. <laughs> and they were like, do we need to get Amy? Yeah, something's going on with my hair. Bring Amy in. All right, now Amy comes in. She primps Donna accordingly. But I was like the uh, the little boy holding a balloon in the corner just looking up at the lights. And Donna was down to business mm-hmm. and was like, wait, we're going to find the right one. And I think we got I some great have, ones. I, hopefully. I mean, they looked good on the camera. I don't think we get a choice. I think you're right. As to what they use all year and blow up. Mm-hmm. I think we do. I, I've i always, I mean, chosen. Really? Uh, yeah. Okay. Absolutely. See, I think you're a little oh, okay. more, your you hands more on. Influence. I'm a diva. Okay. I am too. I'm and sorry. I, I, yeah. I mean, you got to throw your weight around, Dawn. I had Amy and Brooke and Hannah just staring at me without any music. Mm. And I was like, can you, I kind of wanted them to go here? away. Like, I, I get very posy <laughs> as a, as a teen model. I have my poses. Oh, that nice. I do. Oh, you know. I wish I was as confident as you. See, the music. I can do all kinds of things, but I need to be able to move about. I don't want to be told lean forward slightly to the left. Like eh. I do want to be told all of that oh, I because don't. he said to me at first, and this was before the tunes started pumping, and so the atmosphere was, you know, a bit sterile. And he said, "Hey, just have some fun. Just you know, to- just lean into it. Have some fun. Feel the moment. Whatever." And I do not do that well. I feel extremely insecure and uncomfortable of just like posing, hands on my hip, and all this. Instead, I'll lock. I'll give you my two good poses, and that's it. So otherwise, you have to say, "Lean forward. Stick your chin out. Chin down a little bit. Left hand up on the hip." I need all of that hand holding. That's impressive, Don. That you. That's not don't impressive. Need it. I just you know I know how I look good. It's chin. Out, down, and to the side. That is my pose. And you've got to put your tongue behind your teeth when you smile. That's a trick, too. Mm -hmm. I learned I can never allow my teeth to touch when smiling. It really shrinks my face. and I So I can't do, I'll show Donna. Mm -hmm. That's stupid. I always need to keep the mouth open a little bit. And I always tell myself to open to raise my eyebrows before I take a photo because my my eyes can look sleepy. So a little bit of this and then... I'm so stressed even just talking about it. I know. When are we going to see some of these? I don't know. I asked Brooke and she ignores me. We're such divas. We really are. Can you believe it? Radio people right now, wouldn't you be like, oh my God, shut up. No, and I'll tell you why. If, If... any listener got a note today from their HR business partner, whoever, whoever would send out the notice of, we're going to be taking new company photos on Monday. Yeah. It would occupy their thoughts over the weekend. They'd be thinking about their outfits. They would be, we are everyone. Okay. It's that's... just we have to take photos more often than other people in other lines of work do. But if any place of work said, we're doing photos Monday, they'd be thinking about it. What do I want my hair to look like? What's the makeup going to be like? Yeah, because they'll use this and they'll take our head and put a Santa hat on it or like an Easter bunny. (laughs) I mean, it's all year they use the same exact head. Yeah. And for five years, it's been the same head. And our heads have changed. (laughs) My head's changed. My head's different. Uh, 
That's funny, you guys. Uh, Steve, I have a treat for you today at 930 and all of our listeners who may have gardening questions. Oh, We're going to get Bobby yeah. Jensen um, from Grow With Care on the line. And you can email us, Donna and Steve Show, at mytalk1071.com. If you have a question about your yard, you've got some weeds, you want to... You got a tree question? Yeah, you can throw it all at Bobby. If you want to, um, if you want to tweet us, you can do that as well at Valentine Donna at KS, uh, KSTP Steve. I think that's, I what, think I, that's yeah. what you are. Yeah. Um, anyway, you can do that, and then we can get our questions answered. You know, I had a question, and I it is like out of my brain, and I cannot remember it, and I need to remember it by nine thirty. Oh, okay. specific landscaping question. And You'll I'm, get to it. I hope so. Just go meditate somewhere for yeah. okay. 30 minutes. Yeah. Okay. And then come back. Okay. No, we need you because we need some things that make us go, huh? Yes, I'll wake your brain up. So send us your landscaping and uh, yard questions uh, right now. We'll get to those at 930 with Bobby Jensen. Meanwhile, when we come back, we will get into some things that make you go, huh? Let's wake the brain up. I got a fun fact and then a sad fact, I think, about Ferris Bueller's parents. I'll tell you about it when we come back. It's Donna and Steve on my talk. Hey, guys. The 2022 Summer Online Auction is now open. This is cool. I love this idea. Bidding will take place now through Thursday. And the it's 23rd. nasty. Ew. Um, ew. I'm sorry. Find deals on a variety of items. Everything from skin health to sea life passes, farmhouse style furniture to hotel stays. All sorts of stuff. We'll give away a horse. I don't know if that's true, Steve. Mm. Steve, you you Sorry. you be you stay over there. <laughs> I'm okay. My God. Sorry about the that. keyword is auction at our website, mytalk1071.com. All right, Steve. Now I need you back here. You don't think people would go nads if we did a big horse giveaway? Especially what is nads? Like nuts. <laughs> that's oh, another word for nuts. Like, God. oh hit me in the nads. nads. So people would go nads, especially on our show, which uh Usually opens every day except for Friday with Big and Rich Save a Horse Ride a Cowboy. And then we do the Donna and Steve Experience Big Horse Giveaway all this week at 9, 10, and 11. We're giving away, you know, whatever. Show ponies, a Clydesdale. A donkey. No. I like donkey. Horse giveaway. The big horse giveaway. No one's turning into the ass giveaway. Well. mm. Scientific name. Mm. Is it though? (laughs) Why are they called that? I'll look it up, okay? She wants to move on. Can is it uh, Don? No, wait, hang on. Don't, I, don't I can tell. That. And when I see her leaning forward, ready to click with the mouse, the open of things that make you go, huh? The childlike uh, nature, the, or the brother sibling relationship that we have, the you. little sibling wants to keep talking to see if I can get her back to lock up in that position. I know she's like, quit talking, man. Quit talking. Stop with the horse giveaway. You didn't run this by me. This is dumb. <laughs> we teased things that make you go, huh? Okay. Don't forget to send us your questions for Bobby Jensen. And they can be about landscaping, trees, or plants, flowers. Horses. Not horses. Okay. I don't think he's an expert in that. Anyway, what do you got? Uh, I guess Bueller. It's a happy fact, and I think, you know, just kind of like a bummer fact, too. At first, I was like, oh, that's so cool. And then I thought, oh, that sort of ended sadder than I wanted it to. Lyman Ward and Cindy Pickett played Ferris Bueller's parents in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Had I asked you either of the actors' names that played Ferris Bueller's parents, you wouldn't have known, right? Nope. Well, get this. They met on the set of Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Okay. They wound up getting married for real. Oh, I love that. 
that's cute. They got divorced six years later after oh, playing no. the married parents in the 1992 movie Sleepwalkers. Oh, See, bummer. you guys went through the same emotional arc that I did. <laughs> uh, maybe if they just do another movie, they'll get married. Yeah, again. they'll get married again. <laughs> just have to do one more. HBO passed on The Walking Dead because they thought it was too violent. It is. Aren't they like eating each other? Do they eat each other? Yeah, yeah that's zombie stuff. Oh yeah, they eat. They need brains, right? Isn't Game of Thrones? Pretty violent. I haven't seen it's, it, but isn't it pretty violent? Yes. It's, okay. There's nudity. There's violence. There's sex with your sister. Is that all on the poster? Is that all on the promotional images that they do? Jeez Louise. Oh, that's right. There is sex with your sister. <laughs> there's like a lot of like weird well, stuff. Well, look at that. There's the so much other stuff happening that you forget that that even yeah, happened. right. Shame. Shame. Sour Patch. Shame. Sour Patch. <laughs> Sour Patch Kids are from the same manufacturer, or there are some people, including someone on Shark Tank, who calls it manufacture, not man you, mana, hmm. manufacture. Sour Patch Kids are from the same manufacturer as Swedish Fish. The red oh, Sour Patch Kids are the same candy as Swedish Fish, but with sour sugar. But if you gave that red Sour Patch Kid a bath... Got all the sugar off of them, <laughs> dried them off. Same candy as Swedish Fish. Yeah. They're both gluten-free products. They're constantly in my house. Is are because, they really gluten-free? Because MC's kids are oh have celiac. Mm. Oh, that's the real deal. And so too. that is the real deal, yeah, not just gluten attention. intolerant like you. Yeah, are serious. So there are always, and it's very tempting. Oh my gosh! To have those in there because they're open. The bag is open, and yes. I just want to take one out. And just pop it in my mouth. Yes, queen. <laughs> I do love those Swedish fish. Yeah. When they're love. fresh. Oh, oh, so good. When they're in season. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of fish do you think they are? Tilapia? That's oh, a great question. Salmon? I think they look <laughs> like a bass. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'll look it up. I have a lot of things to look up. Yeah, and you're not going to look any of them up. Hmm. Chameleons don't change color so that they can blend into their surroundings and hide from predators. Chameleons change colors based on their moods, to send signals to other chameleons. Oh! That's intriguing. Like, I'm feeling like an introvert right now. Don't bother me. It's like a mood ring. But why do they blend in with the tree? I don't think I buy this. I'm sure a scientist could tell me why it's true, but there's not one present, and so I feel... Can you repeat the fact? Chameleons do not change color so they can blend into their surroundings. They change colors based on their moods to send signals to other chameleons. I don't buy that. I don't buy that. No. I think that's a fake fact. Yeah, what's the point? How do we even know? Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Oh, what they're thinking. Yeah, How do you right? know what a chameleon is thinking? That's my theory on a lot of animal studies. When they start telling us about the motivation of... But there's studies that have been done. I know, but you're studying parties that cannot have a limit to how they can communicate the veracity of your findings. That sounded actually kind of smart there. Yeah, you did for a second. A nipple weighs exactly twice as much as a penny. I'm sorry. A nickel, excuse me. Oh, my God. Did you misread that or do that on purpose? He did it on purpose. Ew. Look at him grinning. Yeah. You're such a child. Donna's right. Uh. <laughs> a nickel weighs twice as much as a penny. I found a show. I, I heard about a show yesterday, mm. and then I went and watched it. Have you ever heard of Defunct Land? No. No. It's a YouTube series, and what this guy does is he takes a deep dive on old amusement park, theme park attractions okay. that are no more or somehow got changed over time. It's kind of like whatever happened to this ride, this experience, Disney was going to do an arcade chain. What happened to that? Uh, And it's, I watched an episode of it and I'm just throwing that out there. Defunct land is what it's called. And I don't know how many episodes there are. I think quite a few, but he'll do a deep dive on old theme parky things. And then even a few shows, the one I fell asleep to last night watching was, Whatever happened to the show Under the Umbrella Tree? Do you remember that show? I don't. I didn't remember it until I saw him doing a special on it. And there was like a, it was a puppet show and there was a blue jay, a lizard and some other sort of indiscriminate character. But then they were with a human being and it was set up like a sitcom, but with these puppets, but it was low budget. It came out of Canada. But I remembered it from the annals of my childhood memory. He brought it to the forefront. And I was watching that. But I also watched something on The Old Mill, not Ye Old Mill at the fair, but <laughs> The Old Mill from the same family, by the way, uh, but at Kennywood Amusement Park in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And I did a deep dive on that. It's called Defunct Land. Okay. And it's a series on YouTube. Thanks, Steve. All right. Great. That was fun. There's also a defunct band with just a KT on the end. I'm assuming you don't mean that. I do not. Okay. Okay. But look them up too. Look it all up. Hey, all right. uh, send us an email now, Don and Steve Show, mytalk1071.com. We have got Bobby Jensen from Grow With Care coming on to answer your landscaping yard questions next. Hello. Hey, everyone. Hey. hey, Steve. Steve has to say something to me privately. Everyone, earmuff it a second. I don't know. Hey, Don, can he we take. Didn't, he, he didn't answer. Bobby! <laughs> He said to call him at 9.30. I gave him but a heads I'm up also this trying morning. to answer these calls as well. So All let right. me just put up the first one for you. She had a trumpet tree. So so much. So many questions. Oh, oh my gosh. no. Right. Hello? Hi there. Who do we have? Hello, trumpet tree lady. Hi, you're on my talk 1071. Who's this? Hello. Hello. Hi. hi. What's your name? Oh, hi. Um, oh, my name is Sydney. I have a couple questions. Is it time for those? Well, it is, um, but well, it is. Okay. But Bobby Jensen is big timing us right now, so he's a big television okay. star, and we All are right. in. We are trying to get him uh, on the line. He also he turned his notifications on silent, so we have him coming now. So um, okay, so Sydney, you stay there, and then I th- I think we'll be able to sort of cross the uh, the question over from one to the other. We've got Bobby Jensen from Grow with Care. Yep. 
He is calling in, a longtime buddy of Donna Valentine, and he's got some answers. So we will get some landscaping questions, yard questions, plant questions, all that stuff answered. From Bobby, uh, we'll go to Sydney first in a in a moment. Okay, Donna's we, on the phone. I did remember my landscaping question. You did, which is exciting because okay, I was great. like, if I go through this segment and cannot remember the question that I have, that's going to be a little bit of a bummer. What is happening? I, I just... gave him the hotline number in a message, so hopefully he'll call. We have two people with questions. Okay. Well, the unfortunate thing is we don't have answers for them yet. <laughs> and so you tell them to just stay there. We'll see. If Don... you can hear us, you can hear us on hold. Just uh, hang out. Stay right there. We're going to get your question. Don, we have a question for you. While we, Donna, just call Bobby and tell him to call. call tell him to call our number. Okay. Um, do you know if Bobby can hear another caller? Like, can we play a caller to Bobby yeah. if Bobby's a caller? We have that technology? Of, of course. Wow. It's, have you ever heard Second Chance Romance? We have two people. Big fan. Oh, yeah, big fan. <laughs> okay, all right, hello. fine. Okay. Oh, hello. Uh, yeah, that's possible. Okay, well, that's wonderful. Uh, we will get to that. Don't forget today, it is a Friday, which means coming up in Hour 3, we're going to do the Friday Slow Jam. DJ Rock Lobster has been in some level of quarantine this week, but... Even so, he has put together two slow jams for us today, which is great. Donna's going to have a tip coming up for us after the College of Pop Culture Knowledge, which happens every day at 1030. She's got a tip for where you might be able to spot Steve from Stranger Things uh, hanging out somewhere in Minnesota. So we're going to let you know where exactly (laughs) that is. Donna's mumbling behind me as she's talking to Bobby Jensen on the phone, and then she's telling him to call in. Just listen. tell him to listen to his messages. I left the number. She want, he wants you to call him now. Okay, oh, now he's, really? now he's okay, ready. Okay, well, one moment. He yeah, no, no, don't be mad when you call him. He has to be professional. He accidentally uh, hit the red button when he answered, meaning he hung up. Oh, my gosh. So he's... he's well, listen, it's, a, it's a, a, not a tech segment. It's a landscaping question. Uh, question That's and right. Yeah. This <laughs> we is, don't uh, expect not, him to be able no, to know how to answer the no. phone. No, going to be All good right. at one thing. All right. We do have some emails also, and we will get to those even if we have to go into the next segment. But um, this is a hot topic, Steve. Well, every single person. It's funny. I've been talking about trees ad nauseum for the last month. I was looking at trees and pointing out trees when I was on my shoot in New York City. I was telling the whole the team when we were in Central Park, do you guys have any idea how long it would take for these trees to grow? This is amazing. Look at the trunk of these trees. Do you know they just started to sticks the whole thing? Oh, my God. And so, but it turns out it impacts everybody. Everybody that has a yard has a question about landscaping, what plants will work, and all of that. With that, we bring on the living legend from Grow With Care, Bobby Jensen, joins us live on the Donna and Steve Experience. Good morning, Bobby. Good morning, sir. How are you? We're doing so well. Uh, It's so great of you to be able to join us. Uh, We have questions that are already coming in. And so why don't we just jump into the first question that we have, Donna, that came through on the Um, old email. Um, This is coming from Cindy, and it's about her peony plant. Mm. And then we'll go to the phones. Why does her peony not produce lately? It used to produce tons of flowers in last year, and this year it's getting less and less. The plant is well established. It's uh, seven plus years. Any idea, Bobby? Did we lose, Did we lose Bobby? Oh my God! What a disaster! <laughs> we lost Bobby. We lost Bobby. Oh. oh my God! Bobby, Bobby, Bobby. Here's what we don't have. Here's okay. here's what we're gonna do. Yeah, oh, really. I know. We we. Bobby, serious, you're back. Serious. Now we hear you. If you were saying anything before that. It, nobody heard anything, but now we have you back. We'll ask the question again. There's a listener who has a peony plant was doing really well, suddenly not producing in the way that it had. But Bobby, this peony plant 
has been around for seven years, seemingly well-established, nothing out of the ordinary that seemed to happen to it. How would you make sense of a peony plant suddenly falling off? Well, well there's a couple of things. Um, as seven years, trees grow up, as you know, Stephen. Yeah. Trees grow up. Maybe there's more shade than she's used to. But the thing with peonies is if you if she mulched them again to, you know, crazy people putting mulch down all the time and it gets high. Once that's more, once the eye of the peony is more than two and a half inches, well, an even inch and a half to two below the surface, it'll come up blind and it won't do at all. So oh. the first question I was asked is, of have you mulched? After that, it just could be, you know, this crazy year with the cold and the heat. It could be that also. But when they don't do well, it's usually because the eye of the peony is too deep in the ground. Okay, so one more time, Bobby, can you give your recommendation for mulching? Because what we all do is we go to the big box store every spring. We just bring home a pallet full of mulch and start haphazardly dumping it all over our landscape. What is your rule of thumb in general for for how much to mulch around your landscaping? You shouldn't have more than three or four inches of mulch anywhere. You should cone around your trees like a volcano. You don't want it around the base of your tree. It will eventually rot. And you do not have to replace your mulch every year. Okay. You replace your mulch when it's down to about two inches. If it turns gray because of sunlight, you know, and everybody, well, I got to throw more mulch on. Don't throw any mulch on it. Grab your rake and rake it, and the dark stuff will come up. Yes. And it'll look fine, but never more than four inches. Okay. Good to know. All right, we're going to go to the phone. Cindy or Sydney, I'm not sure, uh, has been standing by with a question. Is it Cindy? Oh, wait. Dawn's on another line. Hold on. Hold Stand on. by. Stand by. Coming through. We've got a very active segment. This is like old-timey talk radio. They know there's an expert on the line, and then suddenly everybody wants to see if they can get a uh, an answer to their question. Are we ready to take yep. it? Sure. You can is press it? the button, too. Oh, I yep. didn't, oh here, here we go. go. Uh, <laughs> we're learning, Bobby, all right? It's our first time doing this. Uh, uh, Cindy or Sydney, you're on the line here. What's your question for Bobby Jensen? Yep. I just, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. we got you yeah. loud and clear. What's your question for Bobby Jensen? Yes, I do. I can barely hear you. But, um, okay, actually, I have two questions, and they're brief. Um, I have an old, um, beautiful birch tree in my front yard. One of the branches is over my uh, front roof. Oh. Can I cut it, trim it this time of the year? And the second question is, I have a trumpet vine that's at least seven, eight years old, crawls up the back of my house, um, uh, faces west, so no sun in the morning. It's never bloomed, hmm. but it's um, all the way up, grows beautifully up the back of my house. Okay, okay so let's start Trump- with the first question. Okay, uh, number one, if you've got a branch that's dangerous, cut it. You're not going to kill a tree by cutting it. There are certain okay. trees, like an oak, you don't want to cut. You know, like in the middle of the summer from or late spring until fall. But 90% of the trees out there, if it's dangerous, cut it. So I have no problem with you removing that birch branch. And the other okay. thing, you you got to, you know, you have to remember that West doesn't get a lot. <laughs> you just. It, it's late in the day. So it's probably growing and 
not getting enough sun to produce a flower, but also make sure that you're for not, it's not getting your lawn fertilizer, which is high in nitrogen and nitrogen grows leaves. You want to get that middle number, the phosphorus. So I would get a high phosphorus middle number. I don't care what the name on a bag is, <laughs> the highest middle number you can get. Oh, there you and go. feed it with that, and that just might kick it off. All righty. That's great stuff. Yes, we, we talked about that uh, a couple weeks ago. We were slowly learning about these fertilizers, the three numbers. Um, so that's good note about that second number. Here's another question for Bobby that we got from. Oh, I'm so sorry. We got to move on to another. My house. And so can I dig it out and replant it? Yeah, you would have to cut it down to about a foot or two. But sure, why not? All right. There Just we cut oh, okay. it down, okay. dig it out. You know, and if you're going to. If it's going to be a while before you replant it, put it in a bucket of some sort of container. Bury the container in the ground. Mm. So, you know, dig a big hole, throw some leaves in there so that, you know, you can pull it out nice and easy. All right. Okay. That's a good answer. Thank you. Uh, thank you for the call. That caller, by the way, just said, you know what? It's my show now. This is the Sydney show. <laughs> yeah. We gave her two questions, and then she plowed right through yeah. and said, here comes a third. Uh, so we got that. want to move on to a couple emails that we have here. We know we're up against the clock. We might need to take a break in a minute here. But here's a question, Bobby, about a maple tree. The leaves on my maple tree get brown and dry around the outer edges every year. Almost looks like it's burned. This is from Mary. Mary says her maple tree is about 15 years old. What would cause some of those leaves to start getting a little brown and dry around the outer edges? It's it's, um, it's, an, it's called anthracnose, and it's a disease that maples get. It doesn't kill. It's ugly. But what you really need to do is when those leaves fall off, rake them up and dispose of them properly. Don't mulch them. I mean, yeah, don't mulch them one and don't put them in your compost pile. Bag them up and get them off the property. Okay. And is that because the... I'm learning slowly about this stuff, Bobby. Is that because, I guess, whatever's in the leaves, whatever sort of disease would be in the leaves, could then, if you mulch it and then it stays on your ground, essentially some of those bad things go into the soil and reinfect the tree year after year? Conceptually, yes. The, The disease is in the soil. That's true. So that's why you don't want to get it... You don't want to get it. You don't want to leave it around. So, yes, I don't believe it's systemically brought up through the tree, but it is there. Okay. Uh, this is Bobby. Hey, Bobby, would you be willing to hang on for a commercial break? Because I have two questions I want to get into. I will hang on all you want. Oh, this oh, is great. we love you, Bobby. Uh, he is Bobby Jensen. I We're love- through our technical difficulties. <laughs> He's from Grow With Care. Uh, I've got a couple questions. We'll get another email question. This is fun. It's a Friday. People are going to be working in their yard this weekend, hopefully before the oppressive heat comes out on Sunday. Uh, so we'll be right back. we got Bobby Jensen on the line answering your landscaping questions. When we come back, Don and Steve on my talk. All right. We're back. Thanks for listening, you guys. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. We have got the uh, lawn and garden expert that is Bobby Jensen from Grow With Care. He is joining us right now answering your questions. We have quite a few that are coming in via email. I've got a couple, hey, Bobby, 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 but Bobby, Bobby, right to the top of the pile suddenly uh, goes my mother's question. My mother is listening live right now in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And she hi, has, Mom. <laughs> Bobby says hi. Uh, this is interesting. I read this out loud to Donna, and neither of us knew that this existed. I'll be curious if you've heard about this or not. She said, and I'm going to read it verbatim, Bobby, okay, so that you can get the temperament of my mother. And it reads, <laughs> hey, Steve, 
What does that Bobby guy think of dyeing <laughs> your mulch? They sell mulch dye in one-gallon cans, red, brown, black, and you put it in a garden sprayer, and then you, you can spray your faded mulch if it doesn't look good after you rake it. Have you heard about that, and do you have a sort of a, a gut reaction to that considering your experience? Uh, yes. Um, I'm a fan it's, uh, you know, you can get dark brown. You can buy colored mulch, you know, but you can put the thing and you, you can spray your mulch. The problem is you're spraying the top, and if anything, you walk through or you push stuff around, the other color comes up. You know, mm-hmm. you've got to be pretty consistent. You can spray a different color. Once you use a color that you've got to use forever, um, Chemically, I don't think it's bad. You know what I mean? It's not mm-hmm. a proper thing, but I don't think there's anything in there that that's going to be harmful to your trees or plants. But, yes, it works. And uh, if you have ugly mulch and you want to spray it, you know, uh, I don't know, say like Penn State Blue or something like that. Sure, go ahead. <laughs> there you go. Oh, my you gosh. You really stand out on the street with a little curb appeal with that. I have a question coming from my uh backyard bobby we are looking and i feel i feel like people think i hate the earth when i say that but we are looking for plants that do not attract bees but i'm also not trying to grow cucumbers or whatever they tell me to grow in my backyard for that we're looking for low plants because we have a hydrangea limelight tree and so it's only you know their branches start maybe three feet off the ground so we need some low profile plants that aren't good at attracting bees, wasps, et cetera, because my kids have quite the fear. And so suddenly they're playing outside, they see the bees, and they want to go back inside. I wish we had more flowers, but the current status is we don't. I've landed on, I think, like a blue fescue, which seems to stay pretty small, doesn't spread too much, nor does it have flowers. So I think that it would help keep bees away. Uh, this is also gets sun all day long. So I'm trying to figure out what's a good sun-loving uh, low-profile plant that sort of minds its own business, stays in its space, and doesn't attract bees. Is that too big of a wish list, or do you have something that would come to mind? No, I mean, there's a lot of things that don't, you know, there's a lot of, you you got to teach your kids that bees don't hurt, but that's a whole other subject. That's, that's a parenting two, thing. Donna, road trip, we have to go down there. Yes, we <laughs> do. There, there are a lot of different perennials, that you know you're going, you go you can't grasses are what you would have to grow Steve yeah. because they don't attract bees everything anything that flowers has got a shot of attracting bees so I mean seasonality you can put uh, spireas which stay low and only bloom early in the spring and then they're green so you might want to look for things that bloom a short period mm-hmm. you know like the spireas like wajillas things like that that would bloom and then be done. You know what I mean? The azaleas that they have in Minnesota are not like the azaleas you and I grew up with, the azaleas and Donnie. The, the azaleas here, they flower, and then they're a green shrub. So, oh. you know, there's some great uh, azaleas, the light series, that are by the, uh, hybridized by the University of Minnesota. Yellows, oranges, beautiful colors, but it's early spring, and then it's over. You know, and my favorite tree, if you want to put a tree, grow up about 15, 20 feet. The red bud, early spring, before things get going, beautiful purple flowers. First thing, you could plant something like that. But grasses are your friend if you truly, truly don't want pollinators to come to your yard. Let me ask one more question uh, with that. 
we had we had looked. I thought that I found it, Bobby, because I was looking for things that didn't flower so that they didn't accidentally bring. And, you know, the bees we feel better about. Sometimes those bees bring in their nasty cousin, the yellow jacket. And here comes the wasp. It becomes yellow a whole thing. Yellow jackets are not fun. Yeah, they're not fun. But so I, I found this and I was like, oh, this is beautiful. Um, Angelina sedum. And I was like, this is great. And then my wife was like, that looks great. And then she said, wait, is that sedum? We had sedum at the last place and it had wasps all the time. So then I started looking up this stupid sedum that I fell in love with. And apparently there was something maybe even on the bark, uh, the stem of these plants that is sort of sticky that bees would sometimes want to flock to just when you thought you had gotten a safe plant. I don't know that if there's anything on the stem. I've never heard of that, but most sedums flower. Mm. You know what I mean? At some time in the season, either whether it's late, mm. you know, or sometimes in the middle of the, of the season, they usually get a little flower. It's not a big uh, bee-attracting flower, but it is a little flower. Um, but I've never heard that there's something on the branch, on the, the stem itself, that they would like. It's probably the flower. Okay. Okay. Does that help, Steve? Yeah, it all helps. It helps Steve. It helps me. (laughs) All right, Bobby, we're going to ask one more question from a listener, and then we'll set you free. Um, Okay, this is is coming from Kirsten. (laughs) They have backyard chickens, but they also have weeds and poison ivy that they want to get rid of in their lawn. Is there something they can use to kill the weed and the poison ivy but not harm the chickens? And not hurt them. So the chickens are running around in the weeds and the poison ivy. Correct. That that gets that gets a little tough. Um, I, you, you would have to use. There is insecticidal soaps that are strong enough to harm. People are going to tell you vinegar. People are going to say salt. All of those things that are natural weed killers really affect the soil. They really do more damage than they do good. Mm. There might be some, you know, I I think I would look for an organic weed killer that has uh, extra soap in it. The the thing that makes soap in it, it's probably 40% of it, and that will burn and kill it, and it shouldn't harm the the chickens. Or keep them locked up for a day or two and go out there and do (laughs) some pulling and... uh, Spray it and don't let them out, but that's pretty much impossible. But okay. do not use salt or vinegar or whatever those magic things you read on the Google about <laughs> this is the way to kill organically. No, they're worse than, than the weeds themselves, which I have no problem with. All right, Bobby, listen, we've only got a minute. I'm squeezing in one last question. I, I came across, uh, what was it? It was some sort of like nice moss, really soft underfoot moss. And I was like, oh, this is nice. Um, can moss... Uh, can it survive in a lot of sunlight? We've got about 30 seconds. Irish moss. Irish moss. The, uh, soft, low, spreading, and it grows in sunlight. Okay. That, All right. Oh, there you go, I'm looking Steve. At it. Uh, he is Bobby Jensen from Grow With Care. We love you. Uh, you know him. You love him. Bobby, thank you so much for taking time to uh, come on the phone with us. And next time, let's get you in studio, and we can have you answering questions with us. It would be a lot of fun. Yeah, I'd love that. Right. we got to do a field trip. I want to see the palatial estate. Oh, it's <laughs> glorious. And we live close enough to each other. You're in Victoria. I'm in Chaska. We're neighbors, essentially. So we'll set it up this I summer. Know. Donna could visit. Yes. <laughs> I'm not allowed to go no, to Steve's we'll, house. We'll, as long as you come with somebody else, you can come. Yeah, we'll I'll set it up. I'll come with Bobby. Okay, okay all right. Bobby yeah, and Donna. It'll be a whole party. He's Bobby Jensen. Uh, thank you so much thank for you, Bobby. hanging out with us. Sorry for everybody. Right, that... Thank you. Love you. Love you, Love you too. Uh, a couple <laughs> questions we couldn't get to. But like I said, we'll try and have them back. Um, 
Uh, but he's good. I, I just love, remember when I said I told my neighbors? Yeah, and then Bobby Jensen called in and was like, hey, what are you planting these trees for? What are you talking about? And yes. he was like, why are you doing that accent? I was like, what do you mean, why am I doing that accent? <laughs> Have you heard him? I don't know if he dials it back when he's on TV or my neighbor just blocked it, but I just love that he sounds like he was plucked out of New Jersey today. Right, he does. Some people don't lose the accent because they don't have to. That's right. And you know, it, you're some better people off are forced with it. to. I think you're right. You, on the other hand, <laughs> we've heard your Jersey accent unleashed. Do you know what a druggist is? <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs> Dawn, oh, thank you. Thank you. Thanks Dawn. for putting up with us. Oh, um, no problem. You're I, great. Aw, Holly is coming in. She's going to have a dirt alert. Yes. Got that on the way. We'll tell you uh, which artist just deleted their Instagram account. Big There's artist. a new documentary out about a, uh, a polarizing artist whose name you've probably heard a lot lately just because of who he's dating. We'll get to all of that coming up next on My Talk 107.1.